hope y'all have a drink in hand because you know what time it is. Your favorite time of the week. It's time to hear Sorry If I Offend You, the podcast. You know, give it up for me and only me because we in here. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week. Uh, more with the bullshit, but I'd like to get something off of my chest, okay? If you work for the radio station, if you're the one choosing the music, whatever it may be, can we please, can we please stop putting songs on the radio that have more than three cuss words in it? Because every time I try to give it a chance and I'm listening to it, they play something like FNF. And then it sounds like I ain't got to um f r e e like come on now i don't want to hear that shit i want to hear a cut i want to hear all that shit i want to hear the bad words too and if you can't play it then fuck it don't play it at all leave the leave any song that has more than 10 cuss words off of the goddamn radio it's not for you my fucking phone died earlier today when i was driving and i was pissed i was like fuck it sounds like a it sounds like a broken record in this bitch. I thought I had a CD player on. Nonetheless. Ooh. She's jingling or whatever. But, you know, I keep I keep a wine glass on me. I'm going to take a couple of sips and then I'm going to zog it by the end of this episode. Anyway, so mind your business. <laughs> um, Listen, I'm all for you. I'm all for him. Like, he's definitely done some dumb shit, some dickhead shit. And, and I've talked about that. But for the most part. His delivery is sometimes wrong, but the message is usually pretty right. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a he's, a, he's always very intellectual in the points that he's proven. He just, it's not for everybody to understand it. And that's okay. Everything isn't for everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, all right. So for those of you who don't know, um, Yee just dropped season nine of Yeezy season, right? And he did a fa- uh, fashion show in Paris. And he wore a White Lives Matter shirt. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. But I think that the message made sense. You know what I mean? Like they, well, I guess you don't know what I mean. I'm about to explain it to your ass if you don't know what the fuck I mean. His point to me was that people oversee the message because they perceive things how they want to perceive them. And I'm just going to play it for you guys for those of you who have not seen it or heard um, his intro to before they started walking um, the fashion show, he came out and he gave a speech and it kind of explained everything how I believe it should be explained. Yeah, here it goes. In the middle of the Louis Kahn Island, there were not the like, swimsuit and sporting looks that we put together that ended up becoming a $4 billion brand. There were colorways. There were sizes of boots. If anyone remembers that show, people were falling over in that show, and that's what the press wrote about. A week after that show happened, my wife at the time got robbed right here in Paris. Then I told my manager at that time, Scooter Bob, that I just wanted to, I just wanted to go to Japan. I just needed a break. And he said, no, you need to go make more money. So 
we need to do a second leg of the tour. And that tour lasted for four days. And I went to the hospital. And every time I do something great, someone brings up that moment for the rest of my life. It's the ultimate city. People feel like they have the right to come to my face and call me crazy. Like it doesn't hurt my feelings. Or like you don't have to be crazy in order to change the world. People talked a lot of mess about the Tommy Khan photo. I feel like people remember that Tommy Khan photo. And there was a friend of mine that was in that photo that sat here anymore. But in that photo, the internet and the fashion world just wanted to talk about it. Everyone here has dedicated their lives to creating and to being a part of something. We have me. We have Shane Oliver. We have the kids that didn't make it into the house here tonight. And we're starting our own house. Right now. Yeah. 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 If you treat any other fashion job that might start a little bit later just to present the best idea to you, but these pictures will last forever. This is something that you will not be able to tell Google. I am Jay, and everyone here knows that I am the leader. Come on now. Yeah. Talk your shit then. <laughs> This is where he really gets into it. He's about to start up um, and keep explaining how Gap kind of scammed him. Um, we went to Gap. The colorway is going to come back. A pant would be missing. A store in Atlanta wouldn't open. And it felt like it was just there to be slowed down. But there's no slowing us down now. We have nothing to lose and only everything to gain. And I don't want any of y'all to talk to me about pain. So honestly, what I took away from that is basically, you know, pe the public people, um, media, all literally live off of the negatives of any situation. These are, you know, major occurrences. For example, look at fucking Chris Rock in the Oscars. He hosted the Oscars. That's an amazing opportunity. But what did people take away from it? That he got the shit, he got fucking slapped by Will Smith off some petty things. And, you know, or Will Smith went up and slapped him at the Oscars. Now he's going to be known for that. Now it's going to be all of this news surrounding him because of that. And they debunk all of his accomplishments or, you know, um, his character as a whole. Same thing with Chris Rock. Like they're debunking his opportunity to host the Oscars because he got slapped on live television. Now, it all makes for a good media story. It all makes for great clickbait. But is it the main focus of what we should be worried about? And I think that that was his statement piece for the clothing. White lives matter, but on the front of it was the Pope. You can't say the Pope didn't matter, and you can't say he wasn't white. He was a white man. His, his life mattered. And there's a lot of, you know, white lives out there that do matter. Same thing as, my thing is, you know, um, 
I think his whole point was is that Black Lives Matter was supposed to be a scam and the white men do the same thing. And who's to say, you know, that isn't valid? Look at the whole Black Lives Matter scandal. That one of their um, like board members, I believe he was, whoever higher up, um, he was scamming $10 million. That's a lot of money. You know, that's not just chump change and that's not something that just got accumulated over the weekend or a one-time thing. This was happening the entire time that they were pushing the Black Lives Matter movement. So yeah, I do feel like partially it was a scam. Have you ever seen small businesses? Did you see how much they skyrocketed off of selling Black Lives Matter clothing? Black Lives Matter was not a new trend. I mean, it was a new trend at the time, but it's not a new situation. It's not something that we haven't seen police brutality against colored. Like we have, you have, you, we've seen this shit our whole fucking life. It's just not new to us. But you know, it's it's back in the media. It was back being a trend to be, you know, a civil rights activist, which I completely su- supported the movement for the for the genuine portions of it. I completely support, you know, I'm a Latina myself. Like I completely support, you know, police, not support police brutality, but I support the movement against police brutality. I support the moment of equal rights, the movement of equal rights. I support all that shit. It's not telling me that I don't just because I'm calling it for what it is. Call a spade a spade. And I feel like, you know, that's what Kanye is doing is calling people out in their shit. Like, okay, he just dropped season nine. That's amazing. He's now doing it independently. He does not have a major label behind him. He's doing it all in his own, all of his, his own accord. And he's still probably going to hit the numbers that he was hitting with larger companies and make a thousand times more of the profit. And we're not seeing it for it. That's a huge accomplishment for a black man from Chicago who's, you know, done so much for the culture, not only in the fashion world, in the music industry as well. And just uh, as a whole, Kanye has definitely set the tone for a lot of different um, realms, especially within the culture. Like, he's definitely set the tone. And instead of people saying, damn, you know, he's making a statement, damn, he just did this, like, amazing show by himself, focus on the negatives of situations. You just tend to focus on those moments that people slip up and people fuck up and it's like you know that's not everything that's just a portion of it that's that's a minute moment in the larger movement of history um and and I do think that every time that there's somebody of color that steps up and really makes a stamp especially in the fashion world which is very you know it used to be whitewashed and now it's full of culture and and full of life and you know, the urban culture, the Latin culture, that we're all setting the tone of what real fashion is. And we've been doing it, you know, our whole lives for years. And the, the generations before us have been doing that. People are so laser focused on what they think is right. We don't fucking know what's right. <laughs> we don't know what exactly is supposed to be what it is. People are just being themselves. And if we keep boxing people into what we believe is exactly how someone needs to express themselves. We're going to keep circling back and judging people and telling them they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong. And okay, we turn around and we make this motherfucker. Look at President Trump. Look at Biden. Now, each of them have their fault. And and these are just the recent presidents. But even fucking President Obama, like he didn't do too much for us. I mean, he tried and there's only so much you can do within a, a short period of time. And by all means, I did vote for him. But 
honestly, a heavy reason why I voted because I wanted to see somebody of color in the office. I would have voted for a woman as well if, if she played the part better. I couldn't vote for no fucking Hillary Clinton, though. But, you know, maybe somebody else could have got it for me. Nonetheless, I think that I'm just going off of what I think is right because I want to see a change. But is it really right? Is it really valid? You really don't know. Stop judging shit for what you think it should be and look at it for what it really is. Him making that statement, do you know how many, every blog, every podcast, every fucking any magazine, whatever, they've all taken these pictures and their, you know, the controversy that he has surrounding it does nothing but add ratings to him and does nothing but prove his point and what he says that people like to focus on the negative. That's what we're doing. We're focusing on the negative of what it is rather than seeing what point he's trying to make. And then he turned around and he brought in Candace Owens. I'm going to go ahead and give her a big... I don't personally care for her. Um, there's no, you know, it is what it is. She's she strongly opinionated and, you know, me too, shit. But sometimes for the wrong reasons. Sometimes things she says is just out of pocket. But at the end of the day, she's hitting her numbers for it. And she, so the way that the points that she's making come sometimes become invalid because of the delivery of those points. But nonetheless, she's not afraid to speak her mind and she's not afraid to be exactly who she is, no matter who's around. I know that um, she did an interview where she spoke about uh, actually with, I want to say academics, where she spoke about how T.I. was a fraud because behind closed doors, he had all these opinions. And then when the cameras cut on, he was a different person. You know, we, we'd like to say that we want people to be so honest and so genuine, but when we when they're honest and they're genuine and, and they show us, you know, how they feel, the first thing we do is judge it. When somebody makes a mistake because they're human, the first thing we do is fucking judge it. So, no, I don't think he's wrong. I think the point that he wanted to make was proven, and I think he just hit a lot of numbers for himself, and it, it just is what it is. And, yes, I do think that, Black Lives Matter, a lot of it had a lot of scandal and scam surrounding it. <laughs> it wasn't a, a perfect movement. There was a lot of people that were finding that a way to get up and confuse everybody and tell them, hey, I'm here for this, I'm here for that. And they're turning around and creating hedge funds for their company. Like, that's crazy. And for anybody to say that they don't know what's going on or they don't see it, it's fucking bullshit. Because you know, like I know, we've seen hella brands all of a sudden just jump up and create clothes and everything was surrounded by that. And what did that do? You know, with things that you believe in, you support it, right? Everybody got support, whether they were genuinely donating to causes, whether they were genuinely meaning what they were, what meaning how they felt behind the clothes that they were making. You really don't know. And a lot of times people were debunked. A lot of times people were proven to be fake at the shit. A lot of times people were proven to not, even have any causes that they stand behind or not to be marching in the street. I fucking sat around and I marched in the street. Did I post it on Instagram? No, because I, I believe in it. So I just went and did it. Everything is not for everybody to understand. Everything is not for everybody to prove a point. So it's almost exhausting to hear people complain about shit without looking into it. Y'all seen a fucking picture online and you assumed that's what the message was rather than going back and doing your research. People who do that, you need to go back to school. You need to get your shit together because I'm just not here for it. 
And if you don't like it, then fuck you. I have to prove to anybody about it. And that's the truth of it. Same thing with Ye. Like, y'all don't have to wear his clothes. You don't have to go and support him. But you also don't have to sit up here and talk about him. And you do. And you call him crazy. And a lot of people are crazy. A lot of geniuses are crazy. We wouldn't have found out a lot of shit if, if people didn't try something out of the box. And I want you to think about that the next time that, you know, you're quick to call somebody out of pocket. He sat there and grabbed Candace Owens, a huge controversial subject in the culture right now, and put it in a shirt because he knew what? Oh, my God, you have her wearing your clothes. How could you? You support somebody like that? She's this. She's that. Duh. Duh. He's going to do that because all you guys focus on is the negative. But you know what? The negatives keep it talking. So you're not really doing anything but putting money in their pocket and getting them views and getting them attention. Do you know how many people probably went and watched her daily podcast that had never heard about her? Just because, you know, she pulled up in the shirt. You know, she she supports. I, is she, I don't know if it's, I don't know what the fuck, right-handed, left I really don't know politics like that. I'm not even going to sit up here and, and act like I do. And now, you know, this is my second glass of wine. I had the first one off camera when I was setting this shit up. So I'm a little tipsy right now. I don't have time to think too much into it. But at the end of the day, remember. You know, if you're the if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And just, you know, ponder that. If you feel like you're the smartest and you know everything and there's nothing that you can learn and there's no points that somebody can convince you, you don't need to be there. <laughs> you're in the wrong room. Get your open your minds up and open your and your your hearts up to new ways of seeing things. Now, obviously some things are just unjustifiable. Like I don't understand this whole, you know, and I, I understand why people are obsessed because I'm one of those people that are obsessed. I fucking sit on my computer. If I watch something, I research it and I'm on it for like a week. Ask anybody around. I've been literally talking about Jeffrey Dahmer for like since Netflix dropped the uh, miniseries. But I don't understand why, you know, we sit here and laser focus on the same shit all the time. How many documentaries have been made about Jeffrey Dahmer? How many documentaries have been made on Ted Bundy? I want to hear about a new serial killer because there's a fucking bunch. America is like the largest place to have serial killers. You don't hear about serial killers in a lot of other countries. I don't know what's wrong with us and what's going on, but it's a lot of bullshit that happens in the state. And it's a lot of things that got scathed away. You know what I mean? Like, okay, for example, Jeffrey Dahmer, he got away with killing all of these black and Asian men for a long time. Even one of them was given back by the police. Did, was there some, was there a civil rights movement that pushed behind that? Hmm. I don't know. Something to think about. I'm sure, I mean, it was in the 90s and shit, so there was other things going on, but who's to say? Was it laser focused? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. But I don't see that being a highlight of anything. Uh, I think that people are just not noticing. I have a lot of friends that are like, man, I didn't know that. He was doing this. That. So you're telling me that Netflix told you what one of the most notorious serial killers known did in America. Now, the whole little, you know, them giving you exactly what might have happened, whatever. Yes, of course. They make that they drama. They make it all drama and all whatever. So we can watch it. But it's not new that he was getting away with killing, you know, black and Asian. Not new something that's been around for a while where people are choosing to 
focus on, you know, what they want to focus on now. They pick pick it out of everything. Like, I've had a conversation where people are like, you know, I just really, I can't fuck with it because he was killing off black and Asians. What? He was killing people, period. You're, you're literally, your focus should be that he was a fucking serial killer and a psychopath. And he was just, he hated himself. I don't know what the fuck the thought process behind it is, but bitch, you're crazy. That is the bad part of it. The whole of everything is that he was fucking crazy. You're telling me that you're, I mean, I'm upset too, but bitch, he was killing everybody. At the beginning, he was killing white men too. So it was all the guys. They're dead. They're done for. You know, like, and we're not focusing on, hey, rehashing these things happening can cause a lot of trauma back to these victims, right? You didn't think about that, right? You're you're so worried about how you feel in your personal experience of when you're watching the show that you're not thinking about who it really is affecting and the people that it matters that it affects, right? Mm, I'm going to give y'all a big... Because you deserve it. <laughs> um, I also another dickhead moment for this week and, and you know I'm not gonna drag on too long but <laughs> it's a lot of dickheads in the world um I'm gonna give it to Danny Lane <sighs> she now um is in the headlines for just doing some corny shit like to me I don't think that it was corny for her to have her stance I think it was corny for her to speak out and not stand on it like how it is um, I'm a big person on bitch stand on stand on how you feel and don't let nobody knock you down. Don't explain yourself to anybody because for what you don't need to explain how you feel to anybody. You can explain what you mean, but you don't need to explain how you feel because that's how you feel and stand on how you feel and your feelings, right? So boom, fast forward. For those of you who don't know, her and B Simone beefs in the past about um I guess just situation with the baby uh, I'm assuming B. Simone probably did something with him hit him up I don't know the reasons why women don't like other women because of men and she was supposed to do wild and out so apparently she asked for B. Simone to be you know not on that episode with her I completely commend her for that because bitch you got me fucked up you do not like me you try to fuck with my man or whatever you are openly telling the world that you had a crush on my man and Sending him bottle service to the club and shit like that for the public eye to see when you know that I'm with him. Like, no, fuck out of here. I'm not doing business with you and I'm not going to have you on here. I'm the big fry. You're the little one. You work here. I'm asked to visit here. So stand on that because that's how you felt. That's what it that's what it is. But then, you know, of course, B. Simone mentioned in an, in an interview, which I think is corny, too, because just leave it at what it is, because if you were if the shoe was on the other foot. You wouldn't want her there either. Let's just be real. I mean, I'm not going to put myself in a room, especially if I'm the win- I'm the winner and I'm the person that's asked to be a, a special guest. I'm not putting myself in a room with somebody that I do not like or do I, I do not fuck with if it makes a difference. Now, if this was a big business proposition and, you know, you needed to suck it up, okay. But come on now, a member of the cast, don't, no, it's fine. Now, B. Simone is fucking hilarious, but I'm not putting myself in a position where somebody could sit there and clown me about my dude in my face and then who's to say she's not still fucking him i mean honestly it probably played out how it did 
because she is, but that's her business and and whatever. But instead of just letting shit rock, because me, I feel like if you ignore somebody, you're, that's your best revenge. Your best revenge is acting like you don't know a motherfucker because you don't matter. You're irrelevant as fuck. Like, I don't need to speak on you. I don't need to mention it. You know, I got you off the episode for whatever. I did my thing. Cool. Boom. Move on with my life. I ain't never beef with nobody. I'm not going to lie to you. Like maybe in high school when I was still fighting and shit, but I don't sit and beef with people and I don't sit and beef about a man because everybody looks stupid at the end of the day. But instead of just letting it rock, Danny Lay goes on the internet and she goes, you know, it wasn't that deep. It's a three minute fucking video. DK, it wasn't that deep. Um, I just didn't want to work with her for that episode. You know, we don't like each other, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I'm getting money, whatever. Nobody's going to know I don't like them because it's never beef, baby. I'm just going to let it roll off. And that's the mistake that you made was explaining yourself. That's what made you corny for it, is that you sat here and you explained yourself to somebody who don't even matter. Somebody whose pockets you're way, you got fatter pockets than that. <laughs> pockets can't touch mine? I think the fuck not. Um, so it didn't just end there. <laughs> Continued. Um, you know, refusing one, okay, cool. Refusing two is like, all right, now at this point, you might as well just not do interviews. So I guess she went, um, or she had an interview on a radio show that, uh, what's her name? Kendra Jones, Kendra Brown, something Kendra. Uh, she's a radio host or whatever. And apparently, you know, Danny Lay got invited to do an episode on that, or an episode, excuse me, do a feature on that radio show. Um, and she asked not to, you know, be interviewed by her um, or have her there. What I don't understand is, baby, it's her show. That This is her station. Can't ask for her to be off it. This is the perfect example of, you know, a, a business situation that you either completely turn down or you go to it and, and you tough it out, right? They ask you the questions that you don't want to be asked. If you don't, if you know that you're going to walk into that, because if, even if it's somebody that doesn't like you, they're usually going to ask you something. They're going to ask you something about your child. You know, there's not too, I mean, she did drop new music, but mm, like, you know, people are laser focused on the bad in her life, which is her relationship status, because, you know, that's just what people think is important right now or they think it's important surrounding her so yeah you you're gonna face media and blogs and if you don't want to then you just don't take interviews There's a lot of people that kind of fall back when they go through big things in life so they don't have to look corny by denying things they don't have to look you know crazy because people are gonna be like why people love to say why you know um so anyways uh she fucked up because this radio host went online and went crazy on her sat here and honestly made some pretty valid points um and you know to me she and my feelings will be hurt but it is what it is you know you choose you choose to make choices in life that affect you in the long run and you kind of got to deal with it but what she fucked up was she denied the interview or she told them um that she didn't want the girl on the interview. And you know what they turned around and did? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they took her off the show. So she lost her radio. Um, and, you know, it, people who are just trying to get their music out, even if, you know, we feel like 
we've known them for years, whatever. If they're really trying to push their album, push a tour, radio shows are where it's at. Radio plays is where it's at. So, you know, you can't fuck up your own business by putting your foot in your mouth. You feel me? Uh, But I do want to play the snippet of the, oh, what's her name? Kendra G, whatever. Um, But I want to play the snippet of the interview just so y'all can hear exactly what this uh, woman had to say. This goofy person of the day award goes to Danny Lay. And let me tell you why. Danny Lay is in the city of Chicago. I don't know why. Probably got high school parents. Who the hell knows? But she was supposed to do an interview the high school, with the man. morning show, and she requested that I, Kendra G, be removed from the interview because she was uncomfortable talking to me. Girlfriend, this ain't wilding out. You ain't going to be Simone me. <laughs> now your whole interview has been canceled. But I'm trying to figure out why she want to talk to me in the first place. I asked you on the radio, defending your honor. I really felt the way when your baby daddy played you on that infamous IG Live, and I defended you on the radio. Now, shout out to be Simone, who I know in real life, rock with in real life. But I actually understood why you didn't want to do Wild and Out with her. But I'm still trying to figure out why the hell you ain't want to talk to me. Now, are you nervous? I'm going to ask you the questions that need to be asked. Like, are you still sleeping with your baby daddy after he beat your brother up and played you on the IG Live? And you know what? I probably would have asked you that question because I need to know. Because if you forgave him, that means I need to forgive him. Are you nervous? I was going to bring up that Zilla Bone song. Girlfriend, I don't care. You can make a song about the skin tone and, and celebrate it. I love being a dark skin woman. Ain't no whack like that gonna make me insecure about my complexion are you nervous that i was gonna ask you like how does it feel to be a girlfriend thinking you was better than all the baby mamas just to become a baby mama and get treated worse and you know what anyway i probably would have no i do think that she went od she didn't have to do all that but she's pissed and you know people who try to sun you which that's the sun move things like that happen. And I'm sure that the interviewer wouldn't have reacted the way she did had she just not put her foot in her mouth. Or if she would have just put her foot in the mouth, whatever it may be. If she would have just let that shit rock out, I, I honestly think she would have had a better, you know, experience from it. But now, you know, people are going to look at you and they're going to give you this label, right? That you don't know how to handle fame and media because with fame comes people in your business and with fame comes those uncomfortable questions but the artists that tend to answer those uncomfortable questions and and let you personalize with them they tend to really you know go further because they're exposing who they are genuinely to people and people fuck with that so but um listen danny don't even trip on it smoke weed every day hey uh yeah you might need a j after that one but yep that is all I have for you guys today. It was short and sweet. Um, you know, get get back at me next week. Uh, <laughs> sorry if I offend you, the podcast, the one and only place to <sighs> speak your mind freely. Think how you want. And um, if you guys want me to talk about anything specific next week, you know what to do. Hit me in the DM. Sorry if I offend you, podcast on Instagram. Um, sorry if I offend you, dot shop. Go cop the merch. We're dropping new shit um, this month, especially for Halloween. It is it's going to be some nice shit, okay? So um, follow us on Instagram. Go like us. Share the podcast. All that shit. And tune in next week. You know, if you're the, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Thank you. <laughs>